Hey, what's up, everyone? My name is J.R. Robinson, and I want to welcome you back to the podcast when he speaks erotica from a man's perspective. Hope everybody had a good week this past week. Uh, as for me, it's kind of like up and down. Almost didn't do the podcast tonight, but I had to suck it up and man up and, and get on this thing and do it. Um, had an issue as far as what I want to talk about, and I couldn't get it together. So I came up with something that was a little bit different. Um, from what I've talked about the last couple of weeks. So uh, tonight's topic is, do you remember your first love? And I'm talking about like when you was a child or even if you were like in college or, you know, shit, you could have been an adult before you actually found your first love. Do you remember that time where it had that moment where you was like, this is it, this is what I want to do, this is the person I want to be with? Okay, we're going to talk about it. So before I um, get into it, let me go ahead and give my disclaimer like I normally do. Um, the content displayed on this podcast is for the intellectual property of when he speaks erotica. You may not reuse, republish, or reprint such content without our written consent. All information provided is merely for the entertainment purpose purposes and is not intended as a substitute for professional advice. Should you decide to act upon any information on this podcast, you do so at your own risk. While the information on this podcast has been verified to the best of our ability, we cannot guarantee that there are no mistakes or errors. Okay, like I said, tonight's podcast is Do You Remember Your First Love? So I'm going to go ahead and get into it. So like I always do, I'm going to ask you to sit back, relax, let me talk to you. Do you remember your first love? I know for me, I can't remember exactly when it was, but I know it was around the age of uh, 13, 14. And um, Sharon, she lived over the railroad tracks and um, we're walking home every day after school would get in trouble, you know, because I had to be home at a certain time, but I was pushing it. Um, and then one day, um, when I was getting ready to leave after walking home, she uh, she pulled me on the side of her home and gave me a kiss. Man, I saw fireworks, butterflies, all that shit that people say they see when they uh, fall in love, I saw it. And granted, I was a young kid, but I thought that was it. You know, I thought that we were going to be a couple, whereas we did everything, got married, had kids that looked like both of us. See, I even thought thought that I was going to be a preacher, a minister. And she was going to be my first lady because that's what I saw as a young kid. And that was the impression that uh, it was uh, one of those things that I saw that stayed in my head that I wanted to be a preacher. And, you know, my wife be the first lady of the church. So um, (laughs) it's funny that I can I can see that as clear as day, you know. But um, after a while, you know, 
I guess we start finding interest in other people. And um, I think she was a year older than me. I want to say she was. So I think she went to middle school the year before I did. So that was another reason why we uh, parted ways and things went south, you know. And I didn't cry, but I remember having a tear. Maybe a tear or two, but I didn't boo-hoo cry, you know. Um, I just couldn't believe that uh, all that time we spent walking and talking and, you know, sharing ideas and thoughts and stuff at 14 that we would break up, you know. But that was like the first, uh, my first understanding of how life can be cool and full of life, full of energy and just vibrant one minute and the next minute it can be dark and dull and you know, you don't want to be bothered and you feel bad, you know. So I experienced heartbreak at, uh, what, 14, almost 15 years old, you know, so um, that was my first real breakup that, that did damage, you know, and I really didn't know dam- what damage was until I got older to experience a couple of breakups. Now that's when it, you know, fucks up your life, fucks up your world, you know, you can't go to work. You're missing money. You don't want to hang out. You know, you don't want to be bothered. Every woman you see, you know, they may be the enemy or the villain. You don't want to be bothered with them. Everybody got a certain name that you call them. And um, I'm not going to say it on here, but uh, at that time, that's just how I was feeling. You know? But then I had to realize that because one person hurt me or one person stepped off, don't mean that everybody's like that. So I had to open my mind and, and realize that everybody is not cut from the same cloth. You know, you know, it's one of those things that I preach. I'm not like everybody else, so don't compare me. So I had to do. I had to learn how to do the same thing, which was kind of difficult because once I have a certain image or a certain thought in my head, that's pretty much what it is. So I had to actually learn how not to judge people because of what was done to me. Um, I know those first that first time hearing the words "I love you," it, it brings a true unbalance to your life because you want it, you want to hear those words, but then you you start questioning yourself: Do they really love me for who I am? Do they love me because I can do this for them? Do they love me because? it's real and they want to grow old with me or is it just a fad is it just for the moment you know and that was the internal battle i had i I couldn't i've always been that type of person who wants who tries to you know know who i'm dealing with i don't like being surprised and i think if i had had a different thought process. Maybe it would have been a different, um, a different um, outcome, you know? But uh, like I said, as I got older, I had to learn how to do certain things and open up, open up my heart and open up my thoughts, open up my mind to, you know, 
everybody's not scamming or everybody's not full of bullshit, you know? So, I can remember um, one time I was building a, a friendship with a young lady and I was you know, hoping that we could develop into more, but she had been going through a string of guys who was giving her a hard time or just kind of like uh, mistreating her. And I saw some evidence that uh, made me know that she wasn't just, it wasn't just a one-sided story. I, I actually saw one guy get into her face and then she showed me a couple of uh, letters that she got from another guy from prison. So I don't know what it was. Well, I know what it was, but, but um, she, I ain't gonna front. She had some good luck. Straight up. You know, so it was a uh, it was crazy to see how the effect that they had on her prevented us from moving forward. She always kept that wall up. It was always where I like you, but I know that you date this person. And I know that you talk to that person because you know we used to work together, um, and I guess she saw me flowing a certain way which was a natural thing to me it wasn't like you know i tried to be a certain way it was just it, it, it came natural and i honestly didn't have a a concept of people seeing me a certain way because with me i think my business is my business as long as i'm not disrespectful loud or being ugly with people, you know, then how I move is none of your business. Now, if I do something that's out of character, I don't have a problem with someone saying, hey, you know, that's kind of fucked up. You know, um, that's when I can check myself. But if I'm like just doing me flowing, don't say nothing to me. Let me do me, you know. But, um, and that was another reason why she didn't want to move further into the relation to the friendship so over like what I'm gonna say about four or five months it, it got to a point where we started getting closer and we started spending more time other than the casual date or movie I remember one morning we were sitting at breakfast and just out of the blue she said you know I love you and it it the words were simple, but it meant the whole world to me because I, I had been wanting that. I had been wishing for that. I hadn't dealt with anybody else but her. And that was kind of, I would say rare, you know, because normally if, if someone taking their time about, you know, get with me or spend time with me, then I'm just, always uh, I always got someone on deck always had someone on deck I don't have it now like that. but yeah I would always have someone available you know but with her it was like I wanted to really see it grow and prosper you know so those words were special and it was just what I need to hear from her nobody else just her so 
there's something about that first initial feeling of love that makes you feel free and alive. It, it, there's a different uncanny feeling that you have. It's, it's, it's so unexplainable that you don't even want to explain. You just want to ride that wave and just enjoy that moment, enjoy that period of time with that person. You want them to feel the same thing that, you, that you're feeling each and every day, every second. That tenderness, you know, the intimacy of a kiss, you know, the excitement of, of spending your day together, you know, um, deciding on what you're going to eat, being in Kroger's, being in the, in the grocery store, you know, they may be on aisle three, but you're on aisle five, you yelling, I love you. You know, the, the emotions are at a fucking high. You know, it's, it's like through the roof. It's, it goes to the heavens. And it has such warmth and intensity. Love is, love is, it's a mixture of everything. You know, I know for me, it's, it's been a mixture of everything. Like I said, intensity, emotions, warmth, um, excitement, that, that feeling of becoming as one, you know? So, but it's so short-lived. I mean, some people are, are blessed to have it forever, but the majority of people, either they have it and they lose it or they never experience it. And I feel bad for the people who never experienced or who can't open themselves up to understand what love is because love is, I know it's corny as fuck, but love is a beautiful thing. To me, love is as beautiful as my children. Okay. I think love will always have a special role in your heart. Okay, the, let, me, let, me, let me change that. The love for certain people, they will always have a special place in your heart. And if you got too many people that you love, then you ain't got enough room in your heart to to absorb all those souls and say that you love somebody. Now, you might be infatuated. You may dig the way they... they uh, they, you know, do that thing, you know. But if 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 you got two or three times that you can actually say that you love someone, then that's about right. And I know some people won't say, hey, you don't know, I'm in love, and I've had love at first sight, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But true love. You can't have true love with 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12, 13, 14, 20 people. You just can't. That's not love. So to to be able to experience that, that, that feeling with three, one, two, three people, then that's about right, you know? Um, it, you have those moments where you fall in love with someone 
and then they move on with someone else or you you meet somebody else so that right there tells you that it wasn't true love because if you can meet somebody who can twist your thoughts into walking away from what you think is love then how can you even fix your mouth to say that that was true a true uh, feeling of uh, of uh, of love you know so uh, and to me I just think that you was never in love to begin with you know I mean your body parts might have been in love but mentally and emotionally you you wasn't in love you know um I know like I said earlier I was emotional after having to move away not emotional let me change that I was not emotional I was it tapped into my soul. It tapped into that that side I didn't know I had. Because up until that point, I was just like happy and... No, I went from being a comic book nerd and a guy who was interested in basketball to adding a different element, which was thinking about girls, wanting to meet someone, met someone, and then for what I thought fell in love with someone because they made me feel like they loved me and it just became a natural vibe, a natural feeling and I went for it. So um, to have it walk away was it was sad but I still found a way to move on with my life, you know. So um, the heart was the heart was healed, the broken heart was healed. And I, and I moved on because some people they have broken hearts and they never heal they can never get past that love they think about the what ifs you know what ifs can sometimes drive you crazy it can it can stop you from from meeting someone it can it can you can be with somebody and say somebody pop up the ex call you or you see a, a picture on social media, or you hear, you know, well, you know, Karen done, done got divorced. So in your mind, you think about what if me and Karen got together? Now you in a relationship with Gina, but you're thinking about Karen because she's not with no one and you are with someone. So you're gonna take a, a chance and fuck up what you got to go back to something that may not work because catching up with an ex is only good for a couple of things. Good conversation and a good romp in the bedroom. Now, I'm not advocating that and I'm not saying every situation is like that. I'm just speaking from what I've seen, what I know, <laughs> and what I have done a couple of times, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I, 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 I really think that once that chapter is closed, once once it didn't work out, nine times out of ten, it's not going to work out after you try to do it again. Now, I may be wrong, but that's just my opinion. Um, it's, it's difficult to to try to recreate 
recapture especially if you broke up on bad terms you broke up on bad terms it will be fucking hard to recapture what it was that made the relationship special in the beginning because you're going to always think about it. you may not talk about it but you always think about it. well she walked away or he cheated or they left me at a moment when I was down and out that needed them so what's to say they won't leave me again and all those thoughts start to play into your head and then you like I'm fucked up home on some on some hype shit you, you don't hype yourself up to think that you can rekindle what you had before and like I said nine times out of ten it's, it's gonna be very difficult for it to uh be anything other than a moment of time so um I know for me currently I'm I'm just happy um I, I want to get married again and um I see myself getting married you know so when that time is right I'm I'm ready and uh I hope she's ready and we're just gonna one day get together and make it happen and live happy you know because i feel i deserve it all the shit i done been through oh no okay i've been through some stuff but it ain't even that much compared to what i'm taking through. but i think i done paid for that well at least i hope i done paid for it and if not then i'm a good dude you know, so um, my wife is going to be happy when, you know, when we get married because I'm I'm able to to give 100% every day, you know, so and I'm able to receive it. Um, <laughs> that first love have a balance. Meaning, you feel like the world is your is in your hand. Everything is so right. Everything is perfect. But on the other end of that balance is losing that love, that first love. And when you when you, when you can feel the effect of both of those both of those situations you can you can you, you can be happy and 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 take day by day when you're in love but when you lose that love it's hard to get to the next day it's hard to even watch the sun rise, set and and go about your day and, and be happy and be productive you know um, when you're in love you got the goosebumps you know you remember the good memories the good times when you fall out of love you remember the bad times and the, the painful memories you know but all in all, you've loved, you've experienced 
that word love and if you are not with someone you know that because of what you experienced it's going to prepare you for the next person that comes along or the next person that you seek so on that note I'm going to go ahead and end this and um, I hope you enjoyed it like I said it was a little bit different than what I've been talking about the last couple of weeks and uh, I really wanted to talk about something else but uh, I think this was a pretty good topic to uh, touch on and um, I hope that you uh, check out the blog at sexually-speaking.digital that's sexually dash speaking dot digital um, it probably won't be up until like later on the week because I gotta finish it up and put it together but um, I'll let you know I'll send you know send out a uh, a reminder across social media and speaking of social media my Facebook page got uh, hacked so right now I'm uh, trying to get it where I can uh get back on and uh, save all the stuff that I got on there without having to do a new one so I haven't set it up yet so if you get anything from me if you get anything saying that I'm uh, trying to connect with you it, it won't be any time so it'll probably be in a couple of days because like I said I got some other stuff going on I need to get that taken care of but right now my Facebook page is hacked but I think that my my messages for my because I'm not really sure how Instagram work. I know they in, they intertwine with each other but um, I, I guess um, you can see that uh, once I post the, the podcast on Instagram it, it'll notify, it should be able to notify people on Facebook that it's up and you can check it out there or you can check it out at anchor.com or you can go to uh, Spotify CastBox or Google, and you can check out the podcast on either one of those platforms. Um, another thing is, I uh, try to um, do this a little bit earlier, um, maybe earlier in the day, instead of like uh, at eight o'clock. Go ahead and get it out of the way. So, um, and I'm, I'm also still thinking about doing something on Wednesday. Like I say, Wednesday might be a hump day version of, of this. Might be a little bit dirtier, you know. Um, I'll send out a notification if it's uh, one of those situations where you have to put the kids to bed, you know. You might have to put your headphones on. Um, so I'll let that be known soon. And another thing about social media be careful when you when you uh with your password change it if you can change it like every 30 days i know i used to do that but i slipped and somebody hacked it so um change it where you know you don't give people an opportunity to hack your page you know because in this day and time there's so many um proven hackers out there who, who they don't take nothing for them to get through your social media or even your personal information so you have to stay on top of that um if anybody need a website 
please let me know. Send a message at uh, when he speaks erotica at gmail.com or hit me up on my Instagram or Twitter um, and Facebook. But right now it's not up because it's been hacked. But um, other than that, y'all have a good night, man. Thank you for the support, the love. And if you have anything you want to talk about, anything you want me to talk about, please send me an email at whenhespeakserotica at gmail.com. And until next Saturday night, I will talk to you good, beautiful people next week. Peace.